This is a message to all my supporters of this podcast. I'm introducing a new supporters program. You can contribute a small amount as a one-off payment to show your love for this podcast. Thank you in advance for all your contributions. Looking for a new podcast to listen to? Here's what we love courtesy of ACAST Recommends. Why does your phone make this noise? Ever been totally immersed in a video game? Do you watch a movie and really feel you were there? This is Randy Zuckerberg. On the new podcast, Powered by Audio, we tell the stories behind the sounds we hear every day. Sounds that inform, entertain, educate, get our attention, stress us out, and sometimes save our lives. 911, what is your emergency? So listen and subscribe to Powered by Audio on Acast, Apple, Spotify, everywhere you listen to podcasts. Powered by Audio is supported by EPOS. Based on pioneering audio technology, EPOS strives to unleash human potential by perfecting audio experiences. Learn more at eposaudio.com. ACAST, ACAST recommends. So I've started a uh, another podcast you've got here. My name is Mark Hayward. Um, I'll tell you at the end where you can find me if you want to uh, link in with me on social media. I'm going to talk today about transactional and transformative leaders. Um, so this was inspired by a, uh, I went to a conference and um, it was a Microsoft Future Decoded conference. And one of the things they talked about was leadership and how um, how different types of leaders. And they specifically talked about transactional and transformative leaders. And I'll tell you a definition for both of them. Um, so it was really interesting, got a lot of notes, got a lot of understanding. And so I'm going to share with them, them with you today. So let's just talk a little bit about uh, transactional. So 80% of leaders are actually transactional uh, leaders. They believe that to be able to get the best job done, you need to exchange a value uh, money for a job. Um, so in in a lot of jobs you have, a lot of careers, it's, it's based on a transaction. You do your hours, you do your nine to five hours. Um, you are then able to to get paid for that uh, for that amount, and it's a clear exchange. So it's a, it's like a transaction. Like if you take into consideration making a transaction at a shop. Um, and it's very much a safe and comfortable format um, of leadership because, as I said, 80% of leaders are this. Um, there is quite clearly, there's no no uh, question about who's in charge. Um, the transaction is for a job, um, and uh, you're not really doing it for the goodness of your heart. You're doing it because you're being paid, and what you believe you're being paid is worthy of the the job that you're doing. Uh, transformative leaders um, inspire inspire you or the the worker. Um, it really is a totally different way of looking at it. And this is something that is supposed to inspire, make you feel brilliant, show how powerful and empowered you can be. Um, the leader's role is to raise you as the employee to better things. Um, often the leader makes himself out as just 
one of the guys, one of the workers. Um, and this is a great motivation because if there's an equal, uh, you're more wor- more willing to work for someone that you respect, that you think is oh, somewhere along your equal. There's a mis- mutual reciprocation of the relationships. This is not necessarily based on money. Now, often people with transformative leaders do get paid quite well, but the reason why you get up and you go to work is not because of money, like a transactional leader. Uh, they want to raise everyone above uh, and make them feel positive um, and feel that all of the people in your company is as bought into you, are motivated to, motivated by you. Um, it's often said that these sorts of leaders can make uh, people lose themselves because they will do um, every hour God sends to be able to 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 be successful. Um, there's a couple of uh, transformative leaders that spring to mind. So Elon Musk, uh, Steve Jobs, um, both Steve Jobs or Steve Jobs was an incredibly difficult leader to to work with, and has, has been reputed sacking various people numerous times, and them still working there. I think there's a story of a woman. I can't remember what job role she was. I think some dude the press, and she got sacked five times, and it was the first time, which was the biggest problem of being able to go back there and say, well, actually, I've got something over you. You need to keep me employed. Um, but uh, so so it's, it's all about motivating their people. So uh, I think what you need to just think about is uh, transformative leaders inspire and make you feel better about yourself. Transactional leaders like Bill Gates, and I'll talk a little bit later about Bill, um, and transactional leaders you do it for a job you do it for the style that that you work right uh the positives about being a transactional leader is good for routine it's good for structure uh it needs systems uh it needs it needs a linear tactical problem solvers so for example the army and maybe nasa something like that are People with engineers, they're with structure, they're with actual, they need to to have that sort of transactional nature to be able to be successful. Where a transformative leader um, designs something very high level, very vision type. And it's very complex. And it, it, so, for example, for Elon Musk, instead of NASA, who are trying to, uh, the, as the space station, uh, Elon Musk comes up with, we're going to go to Mars. And that's his priority. And that's how he's basing his uh, galactic enterprises. Um, also, another one, which is quite a good one, is, uh, is uh, Berkshire Hathaway with... Um, our favorite investor um, he is an incredibly transformative leader I, I saw a, 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 a bit on YouTube where it was their yearly Warren Buffett where there was their yearly um, get together and he was right in the middle of it talking to everyone very very charismatic very very chatty spoke to everyone engaged everyone with the eyesight very very it's very very interesting to see i really enjoyed watching that um now 
so I was talking about Bill Gates. So he was a transactional leader. Um, he said he didn't want the best people. He wanted the best coders for the money he will pay. And it was reasonable to expect a promotion. Often a lot of these people stayed with Bill Gates and with Microsoft because they understood what they, what they wanted. Um, often, um, in some examples, uh, people stayed at Microsoft for 20, 30 years under Bill Gates. Uh, you don't get burnout, which is, which is very important. Um, transactional leaders make you, make you stick around. They, they know what, what, what it is to make you, uh, what you want for you to be successful where transformative leaders are visionary inspiring they want to shoot to the moon for sort of mentality um they inspire people yes but often they they push people and push people and they make you do excessively long hours and they can be burnout which um which is incredibly difficult and it, often he wouldn't be able Steve Jobs wouldn't be able to give people enough time to recover so uh it was really I, I think it's one of those that uh, we, what would be better um well it depends on your type of personality and what you what you actually want from your job uh, but just a general just a general comment is a lot of transformative leaders have transactional managers so uh, manager i'll call it manager but let's just say on, on a board steve jobs had lots of transactional people who were there to the doers and actually getting things done and being able to not steve jobs would inspire the audience and inspire the the workers but there would be a way of being able to make it transactional that you would get a fair wage for a fair job so um a lot of these companies i've mentioned apple i've mentioned tesla um all with transformative leaders and i think you would find that a lot of people who are transformative leaders kind of feel that they they equate to get the best out of their people um so that's that's two types of leaders. Now I want to just, uh, just stop for a minute and just think about that. Now what you want to think about as a, as, as, as a person is what type of leader do you want to be? Um, there are more than two types of leaders. Uh, I've given you two of the most sort of high profile, A, because transactional leaders are a lot of people and transformative leaders are often the people that catches the headlines. So that's the reason why I've, I've, I've been able to link in with those types of leaders, but there are lots of different other types of styles of leaders, which, um, you can do some analysis on. And if you just Googled that, you'd be able to find, I think there's up to about 20 types of leaders. Um, uh, so dictatorial, uh, I'm trying to think of the other types that there were, but essentially you just need to, to, to think about what style actually is best fit for your job at the moment. Um, a lot of the time, um, people don't stay as one type of leader. They might need to have different hats and different styles for different types of people, whether you're talking to your board or whether you're talking to your employees or whether you're talking to your peers or your, or, or, or other people. There are different types of leadership style that you can flex as and when it's needed, depending on the task. For example, you might decide that being a different type of leader might be more effective for 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 that so um just 
think about that and and I, I would uh, encourage you to look at what what types of leadership there are and 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 think about how how what type of leader you like to follow and also what type of leader you would like to be so i'm just going to the last section of this i'm just going to talk about what um what it means to be a leader i've just had some thoughts about what what makes a leader actually a leader so so the first thing for me is that you you've got to be a role model so people have to look up up to you this is whatever type of leadership style you've got but you've got to be as that person, the 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 focal point, and people have to uh, look up to you. They don't always have to be inspired by you, but they just have to look up to you, and they have to believe in your plan. You've got to be able to clearly communicate your expectations and your what you want from your from your staff as a leader. So if you want them to work every hour, God sends, then you've got to you've got to communicate that. Um, if you just want them to be a not or not just, but if you want them to be a nine to five person with an extra if needed, then that that needs to be communicated as well. Um, now what a leader has to be able to do he has to be able to be at the front and be able to present and talk and 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 share but he needs to be able to encourage creativity and be able to participate as a peer um and so you as a leader you you need to be able to uh enjoy the the quiet times or, or or have a have a joke with your with your uh with your employees you need to be able to give people that space to be able to be a bit a little bit silly a little bit fun and if possible to participate in that as well uh, my next point is i think you need to be able to communicate the core values of the business partly sometimes of you what you want from the people but you need to be able to to be able to think about your vision and what your what your values are and be able to share that a lot of people are now doing uh sort of presentations um uh, at my company the the chairman is doing a, a round of presentations and talking about what's important to him and that's also based on on his experiences but also the market technology uh what are the key things that 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 are important to him so that's got to be communicated whether it's done on uh, uh communications whether it's written or verbal or audio or, uh, or or video whatever it is you need to be able to communicate with your employees um something which is very hard for a lot of people because a lot of people are full of their own self-importance but to be a good leader you need to be an active listener and this is this is asking questions now i've talked about on my video blog uh, that you need to be able to ask questions and the key thing about active listening is actually listen to the people and be able to respond to uh, uh, the right level and the right right questions um and this is really listening to people. And this is a, a skill that a lot of people don't have. But I wish more and more people would actually pay attention to listening to what other people are saying. Sometimes it's not what they are actually saying, but the sentiment of what they're saying. And sometimes it's the, the, the meaning behind what they're saying. So um, I would really encourage you at meetings to actually sit down and listen. Instead of just thinking about points you want to make, actually listen to the conversation, the flow of the conversation. And ask the right questions asking questions is so important it actually gives you an element of 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 leadership by by actually listening to other people and then at the end making a decision 
even if you don't agree with anything that people have said, if you've listened to what they've said, then you're in a stronger position. You need to empower your employees. You, this is this is also sometimes quite difficult for the sort of control freak of a leader because what you need to do, you need to empower them and you need to let let people make decisions. Now, the problem is when you're with a startup, for example, and you've been used to making all the decisions, when your business starts scaling and you start getting to the point where uh, you need to give other people responsibility, it's very difficult because it's your baby, it's your it's your business. And you, you believe that you are the person that can make the best decisions. You, you believe that anyone else making that decision will make a worse decision than you would but that is life you have to if you're going to scale you have to be able to and if you're in a big organization you have to let other people make decisions hard as it is it is absolutely critical to be able to work in a big business or if you're scaling a business or a corporation or whatever it is a big company you need to be able to devolve enough power that makes people feel empowered to make the right decisions. And the thing is, if you if you empower your employees, they invariably will be inspired by what you're saying, and they'll they'll they will often follow your your decisions. But you've got to be able to make sure that you're getting them inspired and ready to be able to make those decisions, even if they make mistakes on the short term. Uh, this is one which. Um, some people think, some people don't. I think you need to be ethical. I think, uh, you've got a moral compass. You've got a moral barometer and you need to be able to stay on the right side of that. Now, um, uh, there's people that would money launder to have a successful business that obviously for me and for most people who's listening to this would be outside of the barometer. You wouldn't, you wouldn't accept that as a good thing. Um, but it comes down to ethical decisions. You, you need to be able to stay the right side of laws, of regulations, um, but also of the general public. Often people's uh, reputation can be damaged by the general public, not by legislation or regulation. So uh, I would say when you're making these decisions, uh, it might not be if it's, a, if it's a transactional thing, you don't have to think about being ethical, but there are always going to be in your business a point where you're like, well, I don't know, maybe pay someone a lower wage that you know could be could be earning more uh, and you're taking advantage because of one reason or another. When you start making those sorts of decisions, you're just being unethical and you're not being fair. And, 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 and even if you're a transactional leader, you're, the whole basis of that is being able to create a fair value for the work they do and the value that, that they give to your business and, and you pay them at, at a decent wage. So... I think it's, although it's sometimes poo-pooed, it's kind of, oh, well, I don't think it's that important. It is very important. And therefore, I would say that you, to be ethical as a leader is incredibly important. Now, another one uh, that some people might or might not think is important, but to build caring, sharing relationships with your peers and your colleagues and your employees you need to be able to bring sincerity and 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 a certain element of of care within your work you want you want your people to be uh, energized and, and empowered but you want to be able to make sure that they're okay if there's bad times how you deal with them and that's incredibly important everyone at some stage or another will need someone to lean on whether that's a person or a hr or an occupational health whatever it is you need someone 
to have sincerity and, and care about those people. And often, um, crisis times, crisis times are slightly different to, to what I'm talking about, but when people are in crisis, uh, knowing what the company will do for them at that time is a very good barometer on what type of business they are. So I would say that is incredibly important and should not be underestimated. Um, to, as a leader, you need to be able to evaluate successes and failures. You've got to accept that people are going to fail. There are going to be mistakes. Uh, but your actual evaluation of the success and failures needs to be on top of your game because you need to be able to find when something goes wrong, when the mistake is made, whether you hit crisis point and ha- how you deal with that is incredibly important. So I think the, the actual ability to be able to be rational and be logical and be able to evaluate successes and failures is incredibly important. And I think something which is slightly underrated is you need to engage your employees as a leader in continuous improvement. A lot of people get to a certain age, a certain role, a certain level, and just go, well, I don't want to do anything more. I'm happy where I am. I'm happy with the salary that I get every Every moderation time we get around to review time, there'll be complaints, but essentially they're happy where they are. I would say this is actually counterproductive in some cases. There are some people in business which are experts, which is a slight problem with experts. They're often quite uh, dogmatic because they're an expert in that given field. But I would like to think as a leader, you would encourage continuous improvement and development. And therefore you're able to push your employees to want to be better every day, get up and do a better job than they did yesterday. You're, you're, someone said you're, you're only as good as your last deal, which is true. And it's also true that, um, you can only get better. Uh, or worse, but you, your your aim should be from yesterday. Have I, have I done a better job than I did yesterday? And if you can continuously say that, you will 10x it. You will be able to be hugely successful, whether it's a business or whether it's a product service or or a corporation. So continuously trying to improve is 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 critical for me. I I, I love being able to listen to books, read books, um, understand things, listen to podcasts to be able to continuously develop myself and improve myself. So as a leader I would encourage that of yourself as well as your employees. Right. So that is two different types of leadership styles and what I think is meant by a leader. Uh, so I'm going to stop it there i'm just going to say please can you check me out on twitter uh at mark hayward 169 um and there are a lot of my videos uh that i release on there and comments with other people's messages and also uh some some sort of retweets and things um if you see it on twitter my youtube uh, uh, message you, you, you by all means click on the youtube link and it'll have all my video all my videos on there I, I think we're up to about 70 i think um but uh check them out they're really interesting hopefully you find them interesting any feedback is most welcomed and then this is the podcast as well so um this will be on itunes and stitcher so please check that out and any comments are most welcomed so that's where i'm going to stop it thank you very much guys thank you 
To make sure millions of people are getting paid on time and in compliance, ADP is staying on top of each new piece of legislation. So when it comes down to it, ADP isn't just a payroll and HR company. We're the company that helps you navigate complexity. Learn more at ADP.com.